Welcome to Fundraising Fundamentals. This is the Chronicle of Philanthropy's monthly podcast. I'm Tony Martinetti. This month, delivering bad news to your major donors. The Chronicle released its list of America's 50 biggest donors this month. That's wonderful news for them. So we wondered, what if you have bad news for major donors? My guests are Jonah Halper, founder and partner at Altruicity Fundraising and Marketing Consulting. They're at altruicity.com. His new book is Date Your Donors, and he's at Jonah Halper. And Yocheved Sidoff. She's the founder and executive director of Lamplighters Yeshiva, a preschool and elementary school fusing Hasidic ideals, Montessori methodology, and behavioral science. The school is at lamplightersyeshiva.com and at lamplightersy. Jonah, Yocheved, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Jonah, let's start with you. Um, if you have strong relationships, it is inevitable that things are going to go wrong. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you are investing in a real relationship and if you uh, obviously have a major donor, the relationship is there. Um, no one becomes a $10,000 donor um, on a drop of a hat. There's a lot of engagement and relationships and there are true partner in the cause. So it is absolutely inevitable that you are going to make a mistake, yep. and um, how you handle it is vital to the, the growth of that relationship and the ability to raise uh, money for your organization. All right. Tell us what the situation was at uh, the Lamplighters Yeshiva. So great. So uh, we've been working with Yocheved and her team at the school for about a year, and uh, she runs, runs a wonderful program as you mentioned, infusing classic uh, Judaic um, uh, thought and ideals with new best practices in education. And she has a wonderful major donor, partner in the school, loves Yocheved, loves the whole team, loves the school. And she asked a very simple question to her about uh, children being vaccinated um, and enrolled in the school. In other words, were all the children enrolled vaccinated? And because the, the uh, student body reflects a kind of a traditional Jewish um, background in the, in the Crown Heights area, there are some families who do not vaccinate their children for a variety of reasons, um, but not necessarily based in, in science and medicine. So when the major donor asked the question if everyone was vaccinated and the answer was not everybody, uh, the major donor um, said that he is not sure he could get behind such a school that did not uh, enforce vaccinations for all their children. All right. Now, Yocheved, he was already a major donor to the school, right? Yes, he was quite a major donor. Yeah. And so how did it feel when you had to tell him uh, an answer that uh, you were pretty sure he wasn't going to want to hear? Well, actually, initially, I had no idea how he would respond. I thought it was okay. an innocuous question. And when I answered him, quite honestly, um, his response was, he was quite upset, and he actually asked to pull back a, a, a major gift. So I was really scared and um, quite unsure initially of how to handle it. There was a, a question of a major gift at stake, but more importantly, our relationship. Uh, he is one of your largest donors to the school? Correct. Okay. All right, so Jacob... Uh, I'm sorry, Jonah. Yep. Jonah, let's uh, okay. It, th let's go to your next tip, which is it. It it is repairable. 
Yes. So, so the, the beauty of a relationship, just like in our own relationships, is that um, if there's open communication and you're willing to see something through, uh, it can be fixed. So with that said, we, 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 took, we, we sat with Yocheved and her team and said, what is it going to take for us to uh, resolve this issue and done in a way where it creates a, a, a stronger connection with the major donor so that they feel like they're part of the process and part of the solution? And that was where we, we both looked at what needed to get done in the school and as looked at it as through the, the, the prism of an opportunity, an opportunity to educate families on community health and aspects of the importance of, uh, of vaccinating your children, and also put in some uh, leadership and professional guidance from doctors um, and, and other schools to, to share best practices um, to, to put into, into practice at Lamplighters. And uh, by bringing the, this major donor into the fold during that process, it made them feel like they uh, were part of the solution. And, and because they brought it to attention and because it was handled properly, they were responsible for a wonderful education opportunity um, between the parents and the students and, and, the, and, and the school administration. You'll have it. Then you, you turned this uh, negative for the donor into a, a great big positive. Yes, we ultimately did. Uh, it was a really triumphant moment when he and I were sitting and we realized that we had come to a place where we both felt empowered and comfortable. And really, our relationship has been even better since. That's outstanding. Really, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting chills just hearing the stories. Like second hand. <laughs> it's, that's that. Uh, it's very touching and, and wonderful. Um, and so you have it. You you made this about what the school could become. And you, you looked to the future. Yeah. And ultimately, it's really, as we know, about engaging donors in our, in our bigger picture vision. And so this turned into an opportunity where he and I could further commit ourselves to where we wanted to, to see the school grow and evolve. Give us a sense of the, the size of the school. Uh, how many students? What's, what's the annual budget there? Right now, we're at 113 students. We've grown from 12 to 113 in six years. Our budget this year is $1.7 million. Um, we service a community in Brooklyn, but we have people from around New York who actually commute to our school. We also have a training center and do consulting of other schools. All right, yes, and Jonah alluded to uh, Crown Heights earlier. That's I meant to let listeners know that's Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, Crown Heights. Correct, yes. Correct, uh, yes. Okay, excellent. So... Um, so Jonah, so if you, if you try to make this a positive and look to the future of the organization, this, uh, it turns it to just be a a wonderful, uh, situation. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I I think, uh, just alluded to it wonderfully. The idea is that when you're developing a relationship with a major donor, you're, you're getting them bought into a vision, into a long-term process to say, we're, we're right now at point A and we want to get to point B, and we need your help, and, and usually that's financial, to get us from point A to point B. When things go wrong, you're using the same, same approach on, on the vision, the idea of saying, we, we have a problem or we made a mistake and this is where we are now, and this is where we want to be. And if it's done in a way where you're being uh, measured and evaluated on where you're headed, uh, that will reinforce the relationship and it will deepen the sense of trust with that donor. And, and the, the nicest thing of all is when it's done properly, it doesn't uh, hurt the gift. 
In fact, it will it reinforce the relationship, and it can reinforce the giving in bigger and better ways. Yochavid, how did this feel for you? So great. I mean, this is a risky business. We all know that. Yeah. And, um, and this was a time where the risk really paid off. And like Jonas said, just reaffirmed that this is really about long-term relationship building. Um, and, and since since that time, um, this particular donor has given about triple that amount of oh my gosh gift in question. <laughs> so it it's really it really was a turning point, and I think that you know ultimately it's about authenticity, and donors need to see that we're authentic and that we we can be vulnerable. That's outstanding. He tripled his his giving. Wow, you got yeah. <laughs> what a grand slam! Remarkable. Um, it may, it, Tony, it makes you wonder, maybe we should be making more mistakes on purpose. Well, <laughs> let's, let's not get carried away. Right. Uh, there, there, there's plenty of opportunity for, for it to happen organically. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you need to, uh, you don't need to create it. Um, all right. I, I don't know. Uh, Jonah, anything you want to leave us with? We just have a minute left. No, I, I, think, I think that this just uh, is kind of proof in the pudding that... Um, you're, you're not dialing for dollars. This is not something where you are just making an ask once a year and, and then kind of, you know, not having any relationship um, until the following year. If we treat our donors uh, like uh, something more than a wallet with legs, uh, then they will uh, indeed lead with both their time and their money. Uh, and, that's, and that's vital to the success of an organization. And I think Yosevit is a perfect example of this in action. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank Jonah. you. I'm sorry, say that again, Yochavid, say I said thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Jonah Helper. You'll find him at uh, altruicity.com and at Jonah Helper. And Yochavid Sidoff. The school is at lamplightersyeshiva.com and at lamplightersy. Uh, if you want to hear more from Jonah, he's going to be my guest on March 4th on Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. We'll talk about his new book, Date Your Donors. Info is at tonymartinetti.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Be with me next month for Fundraising Fundamentals.